1: what is going on, Colts Nation, and welcome back to another episode of the Bring the Juice Colts podcast. Cody Felger here, Michael Burgess as well, right beside me here. Michael, it's been a minute, man. How have you been? I know your
0: schedule's kind of all over the place, but uh, glad to have you back, man. Yeah, man, it's it's been good. I've uh, had a good New Year. I guess it has been since the New Year. It's been a very long time since I've been back here, uh, but I've been good. I've just been you know, working as much as I can, doing whatever I can around the house, uh, at home, dealing with some pets, dealing with some family stuff, but I'm I'm feeling good, man. I'm ready for a really exciting offseason.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Nothing has happened yet, and there's been all these rumors flying around. It's been absolutely nuts, so I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with the Indianapolis Colts, and I kind of wanted to continue in that whole idea of free agency. Um, so I have an article pulled up from ProFootballFocusPFF.com, Basically, this guy is projecting some potential 2021 cap casualties and kind of looking at some of these guys who could potentially be released and kind of talking about, OK, would we want this guy on the Colts? Would we not want this guy on the Colts? Like I told you off air, Michael, we're not going to get into like contracts and what exactly all will think there. We're just going to say strictly from a player standpoint with where they are in their career, with what the Colts needs are would it make sense for the Colts to potentially pursue one or multiple of these players? So we'll start with kind of, they have, they kind of broke it up by like different tables, right? And mm-hmm. they had the first table of guys that they think most likely will be cut. Um, some of these guys have restructured their contracts with their respective teams in preparation of being cut. And those players that they talk about first off trade Turner, he's a chargers guard. Remember he got traded in that whole thing for, I believe it was Russell Okung, the offense offensive tackle this last off season, Uh, So he's potentially going to get cut Quan Alexander of the Saints linebacker, David Johnson, the Texans running back. You know, we all know that infamous trade with uh, for DeAndre Hopkins. It looks like the Texans may or may not end up cutting him after only one season based off of his cap casualty. Alshon Jeffrey, the Eagles. I know that potentially could be one. Golden Tate of the Giants. Malik Jackson of the Eagles as well. So a lot of NFC teams here. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially looking here, especially man, at NFC East, there's like three of these players that potentially could be cut because of cap casualties. Any of these guys stand out to you that you think potentially could be a good fit with the Colts if indeed they do get cut? Not saying they will, but if they do, do you think potentially
0: the Colts should look to kick the tires on any of these individuals? Um, there are two that stand out to me, um, that could possibly be of help, help to us. Obviously, you know, we're not really going to get into the nitty gritty of the cap and how much it would be for them, you know, uh, mm-hmm because we want to kind of just um, play around with this. Um, But the two that stand out with me are Trey Turner and Quan Alexander. I mean, obviously, you know, we lost Anthony Costanzo, our uh, starting left tackle, and there are rumors and there are, like, swirlings of people saying that maybe we move Quentin to left tackle or we move someone else to left tackle, maybe Braden Smith to left tackle. But if, you know, we were able to move Quentin over to left tackle, I mean, why not bring Trey Turner in? Uh, someone who's a veteran, someone who's been at uh, both AFC and NFC, been able to see and play for a lot of different teams. He played in the Super Bowl uh, with the Panthers in 2015. So he's a very good veteran, and I would love to see him on our line. If by chance Quentin were able to move, or maybe even Trey Turner were able to go down, go out to tackle something like that, wherever the best fit would be, you know. And then um, it, it looks to me like we're not going to be able to sign Anthony Walker. It looks like we're probably not going to re-sign him at least. Uh, let him hit free agency. Maybe someone will pay him. He deserves the money he get. he's going to get. Um, So then Quan Alexander would be a pretty nice fill in for that role as well. Um, Although, you know, we don't really need to, I I don't really know if we really need to focus on linebacker that much because we mainly run the nickel. Um, We mainly run it with Kenny Moore out there on the DB side being our, basically our, our little linebacker and slot corner and having Bobby Okereke and Darius. I mean, that's, one of the best linebacker tandems in the league. So Quan could be like, you know, maybe too expensive for that, but he'd be a great veteran as well. So those are the two that stand out.
1: Okay. I mean, I'm interested by Alshon Jeffrey and Golden Tate just because we know there's a need at wide receiver potentially. Mm -hmm. And we know that Frank Reich and Alshon Jeffrey know each other from their Philadelphia days. Um, so potentially I could see that happening. If the Eagles do cut him, the Colts, maybe take a chance on Alshon Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. Um, I could maybe see it happening. I wouldn't be the craziest about that. I wouldn't want to, I'd probably sign him to a pretty modest deal, team friendly type deal. See if you can get some stuff of, you know, early Alshon Jeffrey out of him. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Golden Tate's just been a solid receiver his entire career, so I wouldn't mind that as well from a stability standpoint. But none of these guys except for Trey Turner really are like, yeah, I would love that. I mean, Trey Turner's still fairly young. I believe he's in his late 20s now. He's still, he's always been a quality type of guard. He's not a world beater. He's not a Quentin Nelson type of guard by any stretch, but he's a solid player. I think he could be a solid left guard, um, especially you know if you do move Quentin Nelson to left tackle. Um, you put him at left guard and then your offensive line. You don't you don't have to go crazy and go draft a guy at, in round one or, you right. know, whatever it is. You can just right there, plug a guy in, maybe sign him to a one or two year deal. And then you you have all five of your starters there for the next two years at the minimum. So I could potentially like that. Even if you do draft like an offensive tackle in the second or third round, mm-hmm. I could still see them potentially. Yeah, uh, just just bringing him in. I would like that as well. Um, all right, let's move to some other potential players as well. So here's some other players that they characterize as likely cap casualties, but it could happen that the player agrees to, you know, take a pay cut instead and, and doesn't get cut. But we'll just for the sake of this argument, Point out these players now. A few of these players they have listed because this was back in January have already been cut. Those players, K1 Short and Mark Ingram, have already been released by their respective teams. Yep. But Jimmy Graham's a name, um, potentially the Bears tight end that they signed this last offseason because you know they have Cole Komet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lamarcus Joyner of the Raiders, Buster Screen, also of the Chicago Bears, Preston Smith of the Packers, which is interesting, as an edge guy, was signed mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, Nick Easton. Of the Saints. He's a guard. Geno Atkins is the big one. He's the Bengals, obviously the big interior defensive lineman of the Bengals is one of the better defensive interior guys in the league. Right. Out of all these guys, who are guys potentially, you know, we know there's some really good players here, but from where the Colts are, which of these players do you think makes the most sense for where the Colts are looking right
0: now? Um, for me, man, I, I feel like in today's day and age, the passing league that the NFL has become, you cannot get enough good DBs. So Marcus Joiner's really standing out to me out of those guys um any any chance i can get someone who's physical someone who's got some good size or at least can use their body like like how kenny moore does you know how kenny moore could be a lightning in the bottle type player and can jump as high Mm -hmm. as anyone else out there um I, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with getting more DBs on that side. And LaMarcus Joyner did play fairly well for the Raiders. I can't remember if he was hurt a little bit, but I know that he was playing at least solid while uh, Jonathan Abram was out and while they were having a lot of different DBs kind of rotating in and out. So I would like him. He's a veteran. He played in the Super Bowl with the Rams. I'm, I'm kind of sticking to the veterans with these cut guys. So sure. um, as long as we build in the draft with the young guys, I like bringing in veterans. So that's what I like. Sure. Yeah,
1: no, that makes sense. I wouldn't mind, like you say, you can't ever have enough DBs. I feel like you can never have enough pass rushers either. So Preston sure. Smith intrigues me because he, a couple of years ago, I, I haven't looked at his 2020 stats, but I feel like it wasn't like world beater type of things. It sure. never really has been. But the la- the season before that, he played pretty well along with Zadarius Smith. So mm-hmm. potentially you could see them taking a flyer on a guy like him, not going to command a whole lot of money, but I, I wouldn't mind that either. Uh, I mean, Geno Atkins, you just got to mention him. Like, I know the Colts don't really have that need there, but, I mean, right. I feel like this guy can play anywhere. So, if you can play at defensive end, I wouldn't be mad at that, about that. But,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, in terms of his position, the Colts don't really have a position of need there. But, but yeah, I agree. I think th- those two guys, specifically Preston Smith and LaMarcus Joyner, both stand mm-hmm. out to me. Don't really have a major need. Jimmy Graham's not really an upgrade from anything you have at tight end right now, in my opinion. Yeah. So yeah I agree with you there um, here's some other surprise cuts now these are probably are the least likely to happen I would say out of any of these guys, but I'll just read some of them. Bobby Massey they have them for all the different different teams here. Chicago has Bobby Massey right tackle, Green Bay Christian Kirksey, which is interesting. the mm-hmm. Texans Bernardrick McKenney, the Titans Adam Humphreys, uh, the Texans Duke Johnson so they potentially could release both their running backs there mm-hmm. uh, Browns David Njoku. the Vikings Riley Reef. Seahawks, Carlos Dunlap, Uh, 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo, Raiders, Gabe Jackson, Uh, Chiefs, Anthony Hitchens, Buffalo Bills, Mario Addison, Uh, Marquise Pounce they had for the Steelers, but obviously he is retired. Mm -hmm. Cleveland Browns, Odell Beckham, which is a big one. Uh, The Broncos, Jarrell Casey, Falcons, Allen Bailey, Bengals, CJ Uzuma, He's a tight end. Uh, Buffalo Bills, another tight end, Tyler Matakovich. Mm -hmm. probably butchered that one uh the Falcons Ricardo Allen is a safety the the Jets Jamison Crowder and the Jaguars Tyler Eifert so there's that's a long list
0: any of these guys stand out to you if they're cut you're like Colts get on that immediately uh three that like immediately stood out to me were Jamison Crowder Jimmy Garoppolo and Odell Beckham of course um if if Jimmy Garoppolo gets cut I don't know what the Niners are doing like obviously you know the Niners are probably going to go to the draft for a QB or maybe trade for Deshaun or something like that. I think it has Mm -hmm. come out that Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch did say that unless they're able to get Deshaun or in the running for him, they're not going to get rid of Jimmy. So this definitely might be a surprise. Um, So then Odell, I would absolutely love Odell. I think he would be a fantastic number one for us. I think bringing him into our locker room too, I think would be totally fine. I know people understand or people think that he was a diva. He still can be, I get it. Uh, But – his ability and his talent and his, God, like his his just big playability alongside Jonathan Taylor. Hopefully, Ty Hilton still. Michael Pittman Jr. Hopefully, Hunter Henry or Zach Ertz, one of the new tight ends that we get. Like I'm, I'm just that would be incredible if we could get him. So they're definitely the ones that stand out. I hope I didn't. Those are the easy ones though too. So um, after years, I got to try to find one that could maybe fit in with us as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. I, I do like Jameson Crowder as well. I feel like mm-hmm. he's just had a not a fair shake with the Jets, had some injuries as well. David Njoku stands out to me, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're looking for an athlete at tight end, I know there were some discussions last offseason before the season started. Should the Colts trade for David Njoku? He requested a trade. Obviously, nothing really happened with that. Mm-hmm. So I could see potentially him as well. Yeah, I mean, there, none of these guys are like, boom, oh, my goodness, like except for maybe Odell, that you're yeah. like, oh, it, for sure you plug him in, he's going to make an immediate impact, no doubt. Mm-hmm. There's all concerns with all these guys, right? There's a reason, like Chris Ballard said, these guys are moving to a different team, right? Their teams are moving on from them. Right. So I agree with you there. Well, that's it for the article. Let us know, guys, in the comments. It wasn't a super long video. Like I said, we weren't going to go into specifics of the contract we would give them or anything like that. What do you guys think? Are there any of these guys that I listed that you think potentially could be some good fits for the Indianapolis Colts? if indeed they do get released. Now there's some of these guys who have already retired or been released, but if any of these other guys gets released, who are the guys that you're hoping get released and who are the guys you're hoping the Indianapolis Colts would pursue if they do get released? Let us know in the comments below for Michael and myself. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And as always go Colts, go Colts,
0: go blue.